Hey folks, how's it going? Just another day in paradise. Um, I've been sick uh, since Saturday night. And um, people in the office were sick. They didn't wear a face mask. So it went from one person to the next person. And then I ended up getting it, and I usually, when I get sick, I get really sick. So I went home early yesterday, and then I didn't work today because I needed to give my body, I guess, a break. So we'll see how tomorrow goes. But, you know, price to pay when you're sick. So <clears throat> today I thought we'd do another story. Excuse me. Again, I am apologizing if there's coughing in this um, episode. I have a fucked up cough. And I'm sucking on a halls right now. Hoping it helps with my sore throat. And my chest is killing me. Bending down is ridiculous. But that's a different story for a different day. So today we're going to be talking about um, nine haunted California bridges. Why California? Because I live in California. So many of you know, or many of you don't know, that California has some of the most beautiful bridges with fascinating history, landmarks, and, and, and shit to be discovered. I mean, like... You really can sit there and do your research on bridge and just the details, the the fine-tooth comb on the bridge, you will be like, wow. And that's how I get when it comes to headstones in cemeteries. I love having lunch in the cemetery. I will go, I could spend an entire day just walking in a cemetery, admiring the headstones. I love headstones. Um... I like unique headstones. I like um, old headstones, you know, non-traditional headstones. So, we're going to talk about bridges. Now, um, many travel to see the different varieties of design and engineering, while others just enjoy the evidence of this pioneering spirit. Of progress. Now, those are there are those who are interested in the paranormal aspects of the bridges. Now, there are reports of evil of there are reports of haunted bridges with evil spirits, spirit portals to the unknown worlds, dark apparitions, all in this beautiful sunshine state. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. So, are you ready to go check out these haunted bridges? Okay, so we're going to go and talk about bridge number nine. The bridge to nowhere in Azusa, California. Which, Azusa is maybe about a 15 minute drive from where I live. Not that far. And Azusa, um, one of the um, entrances to the Los Angeles National Forest is in Azusa. And that's the, usually the one I take 
when I go up to see um, the San Gabriel Dam or Morris Dam. So that's one of the more prettier entrances. Um, there's another one up in Sunland, but that one is more of a twisty road. Um, and it's more haunted. But that that road leads up to Mount Wilson, where the um, weather station is. So I'll do I'll do a couple of stories about that later on, if you want to hear those. <clears throat> now, the bridge to nowhere. Now, some report that this is one of the strangest bridges in California, leading to invisible portals to a hellish realm. Now, several witnesses advise that there seems to be a shimmering mirage when you approach the other side of the bridge. It apparently has a magnetic effect on those who get too close. One older woman states that she saw birth fly into the portal and then it suddenly disappeared, only to be followed by the most terrifying screams, like the bird was being ripped apart by something unholy. Locals advise to stay away after dark, especially in the winter months when it's the most active. Now... <clears throat> I'm not sure where this bridge is, but if it is a portal, then I'm going to put it on my bucket list and I'm going to go investigate because I'm always up in the mountains anyways. So, yeah, I'm going to put it on my bucket list. Bridge number eight, Malpaso Creek Bridge, Pacific Coast Highway. Malpaso is like... It's a Spanish word. Mal means bad. Paso means step. So bad step. Now you might want to stay clear of this bridge. Excuse me. As locals say that even if you have the sunniest of dispositions. Excuse me. This creepy and mysterious voice is telling you to jump will inevitably convince you to commit suicide. Okay. So this is not a bridge for me. Sorry. It's, this is not. I'm not going to investigate this bridge. I'm not going to go nowhere near this bridge because I have a tendency to try to unalive myself a lot. And going on this bridge, <laughs> chances are, if I'm susceptible, I will unalive myself off of a bridge. And that's not how I want to go. <laughs> um, one witness reported that he was visiting a friend nearby in 2012 and decided to go for a walk. He advised that everything was going well in his life up to that point. Then he went for a closer look. He heard a sinister voice whispering that it was time to go, and before he knew it, he was preparing to jump to his death. He said that if it wasn't for his friend dragging him back, he wouldn't be here today. I agree. I agree 100% with that. Once you hear that voice, especially if you're on a bridge or on a, on a cliff or anything that requires you to jump, it is um, quite a, a feat to try to get away from it. I know for a fact, driving up to the San Gabriel Mountains, there are certain parts of the mountain road 
where you your your demeanor changes <clears throat> from happy go lucky, you know, being one with nature to total sadness and claustrophobic and stuff like that. So you can spot it. <coughs> Excuse me. You can spot it quickly in a shift, but as soon as you pass that point, it's all gone. So I, I definitely know what that feels like. Now, this bridge is um, the next bridge, number seven, is in a very populated area, and it has a different name. Um, it is also known as a suicide bridge. But number seven is called the Colorado Street Bridge in Pasadena. Now, if you happen to find yourself near the historic engineering landmark, which it is, and it's a beautiful bridge, don't get me wrong, you might meet the ghost of a meet the ghost who is reported to be caught in a suicide loop, which is the worst thing to do. The apparition of a homeless man leaping to his death replays over and over after dark, and you can hear it. You hear it. You just don't see it. You hear it. Compelling many witnesses to do their best to save him. Now, some say that he is a tormented spirit of someone who ended all it all a long time ago, destined to continue in his tragic suicide until the end of time. One local reporter um, stated that she tried to save him, and when she saw him reappear, her blood froze advising that he seemed to so real that she first rushed over to him. That's the thing with spirits. Sometimes they come and they are so fucking real. Like, holy shit, I thought that was real. And they're really not. Um, I've been to this bridge at night. You do hear it. You hear the thud as it hit the ground. But when you turn and try to find what hit the ground, nothing. There's nothing anywhere. Um, so this bridge is highly active. There's also been said, um, now I don't know to what degree, but it's been said that satanic rituals have occurred at this bridge. So with that being said, this is a place that's probably highly active because some dumb fucks opened up portal and we have the uikukui roaming around that bridge and if you know where that bridge is you know that you usually drive over that bridge um at least once or twice a day uh it's it's been in a couple movies it's kind of an old-fashioned bridge with the old-fashioned light posts on it beautiful architecture it was in an episode of emergency 51 my favorite tv show of all time um, and I believe, um, uh, it was a suicide episode also, so, uh, that was interesting to see the suicide bridge on that episode. And that show was from, like, the 70s. Sorry, folks. Like I said, uh, giving you a warning, I am sick, but I needed to do an episode, and I apologize for my coughing, um, if I didn't do it today, I would fucking forget about it, and 
Who knows when I will do another episode because my life is so chaotic right now with mental issues. So we're going to get back to the stories. Okay, so sorry. Number six is the Mormon Rocks Railroad Bridge at Cajon Pass. Now, for you for used people, for, you, for the folks that don't know, Cajon Pass and the Grapevine are two major passes from the valley going up north. You have the Grapevine where it's on the five, I believe. And um, usually when the news, when there's a snow out, or when when there's a lot of rain or anything that has to do with snow, the grapevine is shut completely, and people are stuck on the five. Um, there's no way going down the mountain, so they either have to wait it out <clears throat> or try to get off the freeway and then get back on the five south. The Cajon Pass. I believe is on the 15, and that's going like toward Los, um, not Los Angeles. Um, I believe it's going toward Vegas. I'm not sure, and I lived in California all my all my life. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but that one too, when there's, yeah, it's going to Vegas. Um, it is actually going. Um, it's a mountain pass between the San, San Gabriel Mountains um, and the San Bernardino Mountains. And it was created by the San Andreas Fault. Excuse me, folks. I have to cough really loud, and I'm going to try to pause this one second. Yeah, pausing didn't work. Um, it stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, with my look, you know. Um... So the Cajon Pass is basically was created, give you a little geology history, on the borders of the San Andreas Fault, the Mojave Desert. Um, it, it basically is the pass that you take the 15 to go to Vegas, Barstow, Victorville, Hesperia, that's the pass right there. And that's another fucking crazy pass that is freaking remotely haunted because it's, and it's funny. Every time I go to Vegas, I'm the one driving, and I have to close all the vents in the car because I smell like burned bodies, like literally burned bodies. I was driving to Vegas, quick story, I was driving to Vegas with my friend for my birthday about maybe seven, between seven and ten years ago, we were driving at night, and we were going up the pass, and I literally, as we were turning, because the, the highway turns, um... I literally slammed on my brakes, and there was nobody on the freeway but us, which is odd. But the weather wasn't doing any, any wasn't good anyway, so that could have be, been a reason too. My friend was like, "What the hell? Why'd you slam your brakes?" And he looked, and we saw somebody standing in the middle of the highway, like literally in the middle of the freeway. Um, and I go, do you see what I'm seeing? And he's all, yeah. And I go, but they're burned, right? Like, they're crispy. He's all, yeah. So, I remember distinctly the smell that was coming through the car vents. And I told him, close the vents because I don't want to smell that. I don't want to smell burned body parts in my vehicle. We closed the vents. I threw the car in reverse. 
and then I threw it in drive, and I was going to, like, go around the person, and as soon as we got back to that spot, they were gone, and he's all like, where did the person go, and I go, it wasn't a person, it was a ghost, I seen ghosts stand at the edge of the freeway, pointing down toward the ravine, so, yeah, this is, Cajon Pass is trippy in its own world, but anyways, get back to the story, sorry, I got sidetracked, <laughs> um, the Mormon Rocks Railroad Bridge in Cajon Pass, this is number six, now, when the conditions are right, many report that the ghost train comes barreling along this bridge at breakneck speed. Now, one witness advised that he was setting himself up to take photos on a particular foggy morning, which it does, it gets really foggy, when the eerie sounds of a far-off train whistle got his attention. He said there was something not quite right about the sound, as it reminded him of a high-pitched scream. Then he saw the white train zooming along and whistling so loud it hurt his ears. He snapped his pictures, but nothing appeared out of the ordinary when he loaded them onto his laptop. Now, the railroad tracks run parallel to the 15. So you do see a lot of um, train tracks, and you see a lot of trains, you know, zooming by. But um, I've never heard of a, a haunted train. Um running, wreaking havoc, I should say, in in the Cajon Pass. Number five, Union Pacific Railroad Bridge in Riverside, California. <clears throat> Riverside itself is fucking haunted. There was a lot, Riverside has a lot of native land. Um, indigenous land, I should say. And, um, a lot of the cemeteries is weird. Um, I went ghost hunting in the in the cemetery next to the base in Riverside, and I could have swore I heard horses stampeding, war cries, and then there's a fence. <clears throat> and the same thing happened when I was in Idaho, when we were um, investigating an old mine, and um, and in doing so. We heard a lot of war cries and a lot of horses stampeding as if, like the warriors are, are you know, getting ready to, to take off and their the horses are getting all hyped and everything. <clears throat> so that in itself is interesting and Riverside has a lot of that. If um I know a couple haunted cemeteries, if anybody's interested, shoot me an email and I can uh, give you a list. Now, one of the many impressive and historical bridges in California, this location is reported to have a bizarre level of hauntings, where horrible faces appear, bobbing up and down in midair, directly under the bridge. I knew it. It's usually the historical bridges that have shit happening to them. Now, there are said to believe that ghosts of pilgrims who were slaughtered by the Native Americans over 150 years ago. Hmm. See, I I don't excuse me, I gotta cough again. <coughs> See, I don't know if I wanna believe 
that the Native Americans killed these white settlers. Um, I don't know, that opens a can of worms right there. But it is Native American land, so that whole area has a lot of Native American. Um, An older man reported that he saw faces of three women, a child and a young man, when he himself was a boy. Now, the cemetery at during the day is a beautiful cemetery. It is historically beautiful. I love the cemetery, this particular cemetery. It had a lot of um, intricate, beautiful um, headstones. I mean, like I said, I am fascinated with cemeteries. I can go chill and hang out at a cemetery. Um, <clears throat> some of the cemeteries I find intriguing because, you know, they say, oh, well, there's this happens, that happens. But if they say that there is, like, um, when it comes to historical locations, if you see something, chances are something happened on that land. And if this is Native American land and the white man colonized it and supposedly the Native Americans killed the white man, chances are we're going to have a lot of ghostly activity. And chances are that if you are there at the right time, um, you may see this activity. So I'm going to put this location, the Union Pacific Railroad bridge on my bucket list because I'm going to do an investigation and I will tell you guys all about it. Now, he advised that the creepy thing about the faces is that the tops of their foreheads are missing with blood streaming over their glowing white skin. So they were scalped, basically. Mm. See, I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, number four, the historic Steel Trust Bridge in Folsom, California. Now, now, not considered your ideal bridge to visit for those who are going through a difficult time due to the reports of the howling winds that can plummet you um, further into the depths of despair. So this must be like another suicide bridge <clears throat> that I do not want to visit because if it's going to plummet me into my despair, I'm going to want to unalive myself, so no, we're not going to visit this bridge. One woman tells of the time she was already contemplating ending it all when she decided to check it out. Big mistake. She said that she heard such sorrowful cries when the wind picked up that she felt her depression deepening to the point where she feared she never recovered. Her boyfriend found her curled up in a ball close to the to the bridge, crying and threatening to unalive herself. It took her weeks to shake the feeling off and get back to her normal self. See, that's the thing. If a bridge or if a location has um a lot of um unaliving attempts, to put it nicely. Um, that energy is still sitting there. That energy um, will um, affect anybody in a state of, in a state, when their mind is in a state of despair, 
of darkness. So I, I, I'm talking about myself now. I personally avoid those locations to the best of my ability, especially when I am not in the right mind state. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't want to be more susceptible to influence of the dead. Um, it's just not something that I can afford to do. Yes, I want to unalive myself, but on my terms, I don't need an influence from the uh, dead to unalive myself. So, yeah, no. And it does. It takes a, a, a while, especially if you you are there at a bridge and you are susceptible and you pick that up. It's going to take a, a while for you to shake that feeling. Um So, yes. Number three. First Street Railroad Bridge in Marysville. Now, locals say that you need either be devoutly religious or carry some rosaries with you when you visit this bridge, as reported by the teeming with demonic shadow people. A psychic and a gifted tarot card reader advised that they drag you onto the tracks and leave deep scratches on your flesh as they experienced the terror themselves. The husband reported that they, he saw several shadows looming about and he got closer to investigate, even though his wife told him not to. It took all her strength to drag him away when he started screaming, saying that the devil had a hold of him. He still bears the scars to this day. Mm. I really believe that people um like to fuck with the unknown put it lightly um and open shit that they're not supposed to open that's why i refuse to deal i refuse to be in the presence of a ouija board because whatever you open i don't want it attaching itself to me bad enough that i deal with the ghost on a daily basis i don't want um something dark attaching and following me home <clears throat> um because that's not going to be fun and it's going to um, fuck up the energy i have at home but it is what it is you know so if somebody tells you not to go there um please don't go there especially when it's demonic shadow people anything with the word demonic in it yeah it's the plague do not go i repeat anything with the word demonic in it do not associate yourself with it the antioch bridge in antioch california is number two some say that the ghosts here are quite playful um why i always say that it's no laughing matter Seeing an invisible hands come out of nowhere, slapping, pinching, and pushing on the suspected victims when they get close to the bridge. A young woman advised that she was slapped hard on the face, which left a mark. She said that she was driving through and decided to stop her car and stretch her legs and take in the view. When she felt a firm hand slap on her left cheek. She heard the wind rush right before the slap and the sting on her skin 
stayed with her for hours afterwards. She drove away fast and vowed never to return. Yeah. When they start messing with you physically, that's no fun. And lastly, number one is the Salinas River Railroad Bridge in Salinas, California. Now, it may seem like a fine idea to, to um, go along the tracks of the bridge. Excuse me. The reports state that it's haunted by an evil spirit who likes nothing more than to freeze you on the spot when the train is coming. Oh, hell no. Two teenage boys told the time that they were playing chicken here. Just for fun and games. And at first they didn't believe the rumors until one of them said he saw a tall apparition of a thin man wearing a black top hat. No, we're not doing the black top hat man. No, 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 no. He felt an icy breeze over him and then he couldn't move. Then the train whistle jolted him, his friend into action, pushing him over the side just in time. See, whenever there's a top, top, excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Sorry, I apologize a million times for this episode. But I must push through. <laughs> no, getting back to the story. Whenever you have, um, you see the the tall man or the top hat man, nothing is ever good. Nothing good ever comes out of it. I mean, the top hat man or the one that comes to me, me is an old man. Um, a creepy old man, sister-looking old man, kind of man that, like, what the fuck kind of thing. But when it overpowers you and paralyzes you on a train track, first of all, why are you playing chicken on the train tracks? Do you have a death wish? Okay. Second, if you hear the the rumor that the top hat man likes to hang out at the train tracks, why are you there? Thirdly, um, are you smoking crack? Like, really? Because that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. There is a guy who is walking around tormenting people and kind of playing... Um, chicken in his old twisted dark way with a train track. Well, the train is coming at full speed and it takes forever for a train to stop and if there's nobody there, you're dead. And then it makes it like you um, attempt him suicide. Does it make sense? No, it does not, people. Um, excuse me. Out of all these bridges, um, the unalived ones uh, are the most interesting ones, in my opinion. Excuse me, I have to cough again. (coughs) Are the most interesting ones, in my opinion. Because there has to be a reason why the person took their life. 
and why they picked that bridge. Is it because it's the closest bridge there? Is it because there's history there? Is it because it was the highest bridge that they could find? I mean, like, you really don't know anything. Again, a lot of these bridges are beautiful creations of engineering. They are um, beautiful structures with beautiful history. But at the same time, these are bridges with sadness. Bridges with um, results from people's dumb fuckery, in my opinion. Especially if there's like demonic or um, evil shit like that. Um, usually because somebody opened a portal and yeah, didn't close it properly and let them walk around on that bridge. Those are your nine bridges in California that are haunted. Um, some of them I'm going to uh, make note of and do a little mini investigation. I'll probably hit a couple of it one day. <sighs> Excuse me, I had to yawn. My throat fucking. Ugh. Um, so yeah, if you have any ghost stories, any ideas, any comments, any questions, any concerns, um, shoot me an email. The email information will be listed in the box below. Um, and we'll go from there. You all have a good evening. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And, um, remember, the Ouija, boy, Ouija board is not a toy. It is a portal opener, and if you open it, do not call me, because you're shit on your own, because I will not help you. Okay? Y'all have a good night, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye! If you're new to the podcast community, and you want to start a new podcast, and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks you can I mean everything is there for you now I use it because like it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need a sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, 
um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in podcast community.